right, ladies and gentlemen, I am so glad to have our next guest on Pivotal Moment. Her name is Kelsey Plum. She is the five foot nine. Did I get that height right? Close enough. Give, give me a couple inches. I'm grateful. <laughs> See, and she's funny too. The five foot nine WNBA powerhouse, star of the Las Vegas Aces, who also dominates both on and off the court. And behind her magnetic smile, beats the heart of a warrior plum is the women's all-time leaders leading scorer for the ncaa drafted as the wnba's number one pick in 2017 and she has a whole list of awards i won't read them all but just a few she's a gold medalist with the usa basketball women's under 19 team she won the espnw player of the year ap player of the year as well as the wooden award the wade trophy the Lieberman Award, and a few more that you'll have to read in the show notes, but she joins us today. And also, she got a Nike deal. Don't want to leave that out. So, hey, Kelsey. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> so, I met Kelsey at an event during All Star here in Chicago. She was on a panel with all of these other female powerhouses in the NBA and WNBA, and they talked a lot about getting in the business, what it's really like in the business. And Kelsey had a great story. I wanted her to come on the show and here she is. So let me start off by asking you about what I mentioned at the top of the show about you being the first overall pick in 2017. Do you remember what you were feeling on that day? Wow. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that day was pretty special for me. I think as a kid, you grew up your whole life and you dream about playing professionally. You know, for me, my dream is to play in the WNBA. So to be able to get drafted, hear your name called, and especially with all your loved ones there, is definitely price, priceless. Is I'll never forget it. Were you crying? Was your heart beating? You knew your name was going to be called very top of the list, but like when you heard it, what was your immediate reaction? Did you jump up and scream? Did you cry? What did you do? I think it kind of takes a minute to soak in. You're kind of in shock. Yeah. No one ever really prepares you for that moment. I would say a little bit of a disbelief, a little bit of a just awness of like, wow, this is really happening. You know, like I said, you kind of work for it your whole life, but the moment comes so fast. And I think... I didn't jump up and scream. I didn't cry. I think I just was more of kind of a sense of relief. Like, wow, really, (laughs) really finally, finally got here. Oh, exactly. So, uh, but super grateful for that moment and very special. Did you ever doubt though that that moment was going to happen? You know, I think I always had plan A. I never really had plan B pretty much anyone that wanted to know that I was going to play in the WNBA. And so I'm really grateful it worked out because I want to know what I'd be doing. And I know it's not like the politically correct answer, but it's just the honest truth. <laughs> it, was, it was either this or I don't know. So it was going to work. I was going to make it work. I didn't care. <laughs> I love the honesty. This is why we loved her when she was speaking at the panel. It was so authentic and it is right now. And last week, Kelsey, we had Michael Alter on the show, the owner of the Chicago Sky. And he talked Mm -hmm. about when he was a young athlete and he was playing with the AAU and how it created this character building area in his life that, you know, eventually led to all these great things. And it connected him to a range of players that he may not have otherwise met or otherwise have met. So why do you think sports is, this is a 
big question, but why do you think it's such an important part of development and achievement specifically for girls? Because you read about leaders and CEOs and all of them have played sports at some point in time. What does it do for you as a woman and as a leader? Well, can give you perspective. Sure. I think it can allow you to meet a lot of different people that you wouldn't have if you weren't in that situation. And uh, people from different parts of the U.S., people from, for me personally, different parts of the world. I think also, too, it teaches you adversity. Like, things don't go your way a lot of the time. Yes. And how you respond and how you decide to approach your energy and your mentality when you fail is what builds your character. And so I think Mm. it really teaches you from a young age if you're going to be successful at something, it's not going to be easy. You're going to have to work for it. Um, It doesn't happen overnight. I think especially in the society we're in with like instant gratification, like our microwave generation. Yes. uh, People don't realize like this is years and years of building and working and failing and failing forward. And so sports for me has completely uh, changed my life in terms of the opportunities to build character. You know, I always talk about like God's just building my character out here. And I think that's the truth, but I'm super blessed to be able to say that because I think that doesn't happen for everyone. So I don't take that lightly. Same here. God is good and he has really blessed Mm. you. And I want to also talk about the blessing of coaching and leadership. And you have Bill Lambeer as your coach. And a lot of us know him from the Detroit Piston days. And you mentioned a little bit about his leadership style, coaching style. Does he bring that same energy as a coach? What is that like to have him as a coach? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Bill and Bill is a bad boy, and he is a bad boy as a coach. I think he's really tough on his players, um, but he cares about them, and he's a players coach. He gets it. He's been through it, so, you know, I appreciate his perspective because not every day do you get to play for an NBA champion. Bill's someone that you need to have thick skin for, and um, for me, I think it's really helped me just in life. You can't take things personally. It's just about you you got to go like in any job. Uh, you got to go and you got to do your job and get it done right. Or there will be consequences. And so I think for me, it's just been really good to be a pro. And I've learned a lot about myself. And like I said, it's not easy like before, but um, it's you got to appreciate the journey. Have you, speaking of journey, have you had to adapt your journey or your style of play, let's say, based on uh, Lambeer's coaching style or his tips or his leadership? Do you find that you're adapting all the time or have you taken some of his feedback and incorporated that into your overall style of play? Oh, 100% I've had to adapt, not just with Bill, but in the WNBA. Um, the WNBA is almost like a completely different sport than college basketball. Yeah, uh, You're playing with so many talented women. It's not just like about you. In college, I think it's like, okay, it's about this one player. We're going to give this player all the attention, all the shots. And that's not the case. So I think for me, I've had to learn how to be more well-rounded. And I've had to adapt. You know, I've obviously always been a scorer. But, you know, at this level, I'm more of a facilitator. Uh, I play defense. I didn't play great defense in college. <laughs> I just had to learn and grow my game. But it's made me a better player. So it's kind of two hand in hand. But, yeah, Bill is a unique style. And, uh I've learned a lot playing for him and I think it's going to be a really fun season. 
And so you mentioned about playing in college and I read about your parents both being college athletes. Your mom was in volleyball, your dad in baseball and football, I believe. Yes. And then you played volleyball for a while before you switched to basketball in high school, right? Mm -hmm. So did you, and I may have kind of, we talked about this a little bit, but you knew you'd have a career in sports. You were banking on that. There was no plan B. And did you see where you are now with the USA team, with the aces, with Bill and did you see this? Cause you saw sports, but did you see this part of it? You know, I did. I think growing up from an early age, my parents always taught me to write down your goals. So I remember when I was, Little, I don't know how young, but little. I wrote down pretty specifically exactly what I wanted to do, and that was I wanted to be an All-American, McDonald's All-American in high school. I wanted to be a college All-American. I wanted to be the National Player of the Year. I wanted to be the number one pick. I wanted to play the WNBA. I wanted to be an All-Star, and I wanted to win a gold medal. And then I wanted to get married and have kids. So then I still got a couple left, but <laughs> I still got a couple left, but um Oh, Kelsey, that's hilarious. I love the level of yeah. detail that every single thing you mentioned you've done. And the marriage and kids are, are coming. So that's just around the corner. But like everything else you checked off the box. I think being specific, my dad always said was like super important and you know, even daily I have goals and things like that. So I did have a vision and I am still working on it. <laughs> wow. I, I love that you were so detailed. Sierra says she had a detailed list of what she wanted in a husband and then she found Russell. So there you go. You know what I mean? I think mm. it works. <laughs> I think it works. <laughs> Maybe I need to make a detailed husband list. <laughs> I was just like, uh, that is amazing. So we talked about you playing um, here in the U.S., but then you've also played overseas and for a team in Turkey in the off season, I believe. And is there a difference in the game here uh, in the U.S. versus playing overseas in terms of style or pace? Ooh, there's definitely a difference in culture and coaching style. Um, obviously, your teammates uh, are different in terms of you know English is not their first language. I Fortunately, have always had Americans on my team to kind of just make it feel more like home. Where you kind of just bond and stick together. Uh, the style is different. European basketball is kind of unique in terms of the way that they play. Rules-wise, it's different. Like, there's no three seconds defense in the key, so you can kind of camp out longer than maybe um, in the WNBA. I think the WNBA is a little bit more athletic and physical. But Europeans are really good, and they can shoot it, and they're very skilled, um, and they're super competitive and passionate about how they play, and their fans are pretty passionate, too. So I've learned a ton being over there, and those experiences, I think, when you come back, uh, really help you as a player. That is such a an experience, as we talked about sports, kind of giving you opportunities that you wouldn't have ordinarily or otherwise had. And that seems to be perhaps one of them. And one of the reasons why I wanted you to really, really come on the show is because we talked about or you shared with the audience about um, telling your parents, I think your mom in particular, that you were going to go to the WNBA, maybe because of this list that you made. Um, and this show is called Pivotal Moment. So we talked to people about the moment that changed it all. And I want you to share sort of what you shared during that time about what it is you said to your mom about playing basketball and what her response was and how that made a difference. Yes. Yeah, so I think I touched on it a little bit earlier, but when I was 10, I walked into the kitchen. I think my mom was cooking dinner and I told her that 
I wanted to play in the WNBA. And I think that in that moment, she could have just rained on my parade and said, like, are you kidding me? Uh, do you even know how hard this is? Or do you even know, like, how much work this is going to take? Um, but I think she just took a second and gathered herself and said, okay, well, you know, we got a lot of work to do. And I think I never had that doubt put in me from anyone else. So when I walked around and maybe told other people that I was going to play in the WNBA and they might laugh at me, my, I knew my mom believed in my dream and in my heart, which is, I think, super important because sometimes we don't even need to, but we project our own fears onto other people. Yeah. We're like, oh, that, you're not going to do that. But, like, that comes from us. And so my mom kind of removed herself from the equation and was just super – she just believed in her kid and uh you know to this day like my mom and i um have really bonded over being able to dream big and that was always something that just stuck with us and uh she's been there for every big moment you know whether that was my senior night whether that was winning a gold medal uh, with the u.s in spain and tenerife a summer ago Wow. I think it's just something that we've kind of bonded together. And uh, yeah, I would not be here without my mom, 100%. Oh, I love that story. That is such a, that is such an important part of development, achievement, where you are right now. Are there other defining moments, pivotal moments that you point to, Kelsey, as this really made a difference between what I wanted and where I am? Ooh, good question. Yeah, I would say a lot of it came from me as a kid. I remember when I was in high school, um, I had a pretty serious back injury. Mm -hmm. And I went into the doctor's office, and I don't think he knew I was an athlete like that. And he just had said, basically, you're going to probably take it easy. And I think it's best if you kind of just maybe decide basketball isn't for you and, and just kind of be okay with that. And I remember I was with my mom in the doctor's office, and I just, I didn't know what to do. I'm 14 years old. And my mom just got up and said, Kelsey, get your stuff, we're leaving. And I was like, okay, and we got in the car. And she was like, listen, I don't believe what you said. And guess what? We're going to figure this out, and you're going to be okay. And, like, it was just always that assurance and confidence. Like, no, if you want to do this, we're going to do it. And I think to this day, I carry that confidence in myself and how I approach things in life. And I really do believe, like, if I want something, I'm very capable of getting it. Obviously, it takes time. I got to put the work in, whatever, et cetera. But it's never from a lack of not dreaming big enough. Wow. I love that. Your mom is, like, amazing. She's, like, a superhero. She's so in your corner. And those moments do make a difference, especially at that age, right, where you can Mm -hmm. so easily be swayed one way or the other. And so I wanted to circle back to All-Star Weekend in Chicago, and you were on the floor at the Wintrust Arena in Chicago. You had on your USA team um, jersey, and there's this great pick of you taking this shot, and you can see, like, your, your toes have already lifted off the ground, and LeBron and Harden are behind you, and they're looking like in awe, right? <laughs> so it's a great picture. I'm going to put in the show notes to our listeners. So take a look at this. But describe the reaction, Kelsey, that you've gotten from your NBA counterparts in terms of support for your game and for the WNBA. Well, in general, I'm just, it's very humbling, you know, to be able to be in that position with these amazing basketball players, I mean, the best in the world, right? Maybe the greatest of all time. 
But yeah, to be able to play sports, I think, allows you to build a relationship with players, and there's that mutual respect of, like, hey, like, I see what you do, and I appreciate it. And I think LeBron's been pretty forward about how he feels about the WNBA. Um, James, I know personally just from uh, friends, mutual friends and stuff like that, but, yeah, I mean, it was a really fun moment, and the picture kind of, someone sent it to me on Instagram, like, yeah. a week later. <laughs> And I just saw it, and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, that's the coolest shot ever. It's the best ever. Like, that should be your screensaver for life. It's amazing. (laughs) It was pretty cool. Like, I I was not expecting that. And their look of amazement is just what's so captivating. So you got this great jump shot. So you can see your form, and that's already awesome. You could stop there. But then when you put the three of them in back of you watching, like, oh, my gosh, it's just the best. Well. I appreciate it, but I'm, I bricked that shot. So did you really? Yes, I did. You know what? That's okay. Like, that no okay. what you just said. It looked fantastic as you were doing it. So delivery is everything, right? <laughs> exactly. So you have gotten, speaking of media attention, you've been in the spotlight since you walked onto the scene, even before the WNBA. And you're a leader to your team, um, not to mention the Nike deal, which we'll get to. But how do you deal with all the attention and still be so so grounded, so cool, like as you are now? Oh, you think I'm cool? Yeah, you're the best. <laughs> that's so that's sweet. Um, honestly, I think that in life, you really can't take yourself too seriously. Like, we're all people. We're all going through a journey. And I've been given the opportunity to play basketball at this level. And uh, I try to use my platform. And I so I know that the next woman coming up or whoever, it feels personable. You know, yes. like, they can walk up to me and ask me whatever they want. And uh, we can just talk. You know, I try to, like... When I meet kids, especially, I try to like, hey, like we just have a conversation because I think we heroinize like, oh my God, these people, and I'm not saying me necessarily, but maybe LeBron and Harden, like they're just kind of like untouchable. And at the end of the day, we're all people. Right. And so I think if you make it more about that and that relationship, it puts it in a perspective and the humility that you have to have. Like, this is amazing, but this is an opportunity and it can be taken away at any moment. So while I have it, I'm going to do what I can with it. I think that's such an awesome perspective. And that's probably one of the reasons why you're able to stay so grounded. Remember during the panel, the lady next to you was the board or from the board of directors of Deloitte. And she had, I think she was over like 11,000 or 20,000 people. And then you turn to the audience and say, well, I'm running 11 people, but here's what I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) yep pretty much and it was so funny so it's those kinds of comments that make sort of the professional Kelsey be able to be the personable Kelsey which allows you to have the kind of impact on fans and and other folks which I think is really important and so I want to ask about the WNBA in general because we love the players on the WNBA but not everybody knows them as well as some of the folks who follow the game regularly so how do we get that same kind of attention and that passion for what you do and others on the floor as we do sometimes in the NBA how do we transfer that energy over there and make it work in the same way that's a great question. It's a process. I think right now we just signed a new CBA. There are... Congrats. Thank you. There's a lot more opportunities for players to be publicly notarized. And I think when you pay people what they have earned, there's a little bit more of respect. And 
put a little more emphasis behind it. And I think right now is the year of the woman. And I think that when we're rolling, it's not something that's just going to click one day. We're going to wake up and it's going to be like, oh, WBA gates everywhere come out. But we're growing and we have a great product on the court, which is, I think, one of the most important things. Like people come out to games and they really enjoy what's going on. So I think that first step is to maybe get a naysayer or someone that doesn't even know to be able to just, just see it, yes. just see it. It'll hook you. So it's in the process. And I think all the 144 women in the league understand that and are working together for it. Cause yes. we understand it's bigger than just competing against each other. So to answer your question, I don't really have an answer answer, but it's something that's going to take some time. Yeah. But, but I think once to your point, if you get out there and you feel the experience, cause it's like an experience. It's not just a game. Like you feel like you are, a part of the action it's just a different level of like pace and energy and accessibility and I think that just makes the game amazing to watch and to be a part of and so last question I know you ventured into broadcast recently you were like an analyst for the Pac-12 network is that something that you're going to do more of Kelsey and how was that experience okay yeah so I got the opportunity to do Pac-12 and I got a opportunity to do a ESPN game oh, uh, okay. something okay, cool yeah, it was super fun. Um, it was actually my old college coach, which was like, I had a great time. Um, but we, that's something that I would love to do, possibly in the off season or when I'm done playing. I mean, why would you not want to talk about basketball and get paid for it? Oh my gosh. Is there anything easier in life? No. So that's like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, exactly. So I for sure would love to continue to do that. And uh, hopefully, you know, I get more chances to do that the next year and the years to come. Absolutely. We're going to be looking forward to that. And we covered a lot. Is there anything else, Kelsey, that I didn't mention that you would love to share with our fans and listeners? Anything at all that I did not cover? No, I think we hit a ton. I really appreciate the questions. I thought they were amazing. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, I forgot to ask you about Nike. What is that like, Miss Nike deal? What's up with that? Oh, I mean, it's not just me. There's like a lot of players in the league, but... Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I think that we... You know, Nike, I signed a contract out of college. Um, most players do, either that's a Nike or Adidas or Puma, like whatever brand that they fit with and that works for them. I'm fortunate enough to be a Nike athlete, and I'm super proud. And um, I try to represent the check everywhere I go and try to be swaggy, you know? So. <laughs> Did you say swaggy? I love it. Okay, so we're going to Swaggy, be- baby. <laughs> that's the only way to roll, right? <laughs> Exactly. I love it, Kelsey. I love it. Well, thank you so, so much. We'll be following you and we'll be following the WNBA. We'll be following the ACES. So thank you for sharing your story with us. And we will be seeing you on a court near us very soon. Great. Thank you so much. Uh, Have a good one. Thank you, Kelsey. Have a good one. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. Thanks so much to our guest, Kelsey Plum, point guard for the WNBA's Las Vegas Aces and an all-around amazing athlete, leader, and visionary. And even though she's on the injured list this season, she remains a vital part of the team and she continues to make moves on and off the court. We thank Kelsey 
for sharing her pivotal moment and encouraging us to take our shot. If you have not already, please check out our interview with Michael Alter, owner of the Chicago Sky, and our show with 12-year-old Jaquiel Jackson. Learn how this 12-year-old Chicago kid inspired both LeBron James and President Obama, all part of our Chicago Game Changer series. You do not want to miss it. Listen to Pivotal Moment on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Podbean. Thank you so much for your support, your love, your texts, your follows, your shares, your tweets. I am Nikita Faustin. We'll talk to you next time.